Hello, and welcome to the Magic Music Review Podcast. I'm Jim Spangler, your host. Join me each episode as we talk about our love of Disney music. It could be a song, a movie, a short film, a Broadway show, a Disney theme park, or one of the countless other forms Disney music takes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey through the magic of Disney music on the Magic Music Review. everyone, and welcome to episode 19 of the Magic Music Review. Uh, if you couldn't tell from that opening little bit of music, today we're going to talk about Aladdin. Yes, the animated feature Aladdin, not the new one that just came out, not the live action. But I probably will do that soon. Anyway, so let's get started. First, I'd like to give a shout out to um, Chad uh, Casarado. Uh, I hope I'm saying your last name correctly, Chad. Uh, and his two kids, which are Eleanor and Elliot, because they asked for this episode. They had the idea to do Aladdin. And um, so thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it. And here we go. So Aladdin is an American animated musical fantasy. Uh, that's about the best description I've heard, heard in quite a while. You know I love those descriptions. Anyway, it was released by Walt Disney Pictures in 1992. It was the 31st animated film by Disney, and it was the fourth released in what was called the Disney Renaissance. Produced and directed by Ron Clements and John Musker, it's based on an Arabic folktale of the same name from 1001 Nights. Lyricist Howard Ashman pitched the idea, and the screenplay went through three versions before we finally got uh, what we've seen on screen. The animators based their designs on the work of caricaturist Al Hirschfeld, which one is one of my favorite caricaturists. Uh, he is the one that did all the Broadway caricatures um, back in the day uh, that's hanging up like in Sardis or whatever. And if you don't know this, he always hides the name of his daughter, Nina in each of his caricatures, which is really cool to, to hunt for those. Computers were used in this film for both finishing, that means the coloring and such, uh, and some of the animated elements, which the most obvious being the escape from the Cave of Wonders on the magic carpet. That whole background and uh, lava fire stuff uh, is all computer animated. The musical score was written by Alan Menken, and it features six songs with lyrics by uh, Ashman and Tim Rice. Tim Rice took over for Ashman after Howard Ashman passed away. It was released on November 25th, 1992, and it was a critical and financial success. It was the highest grossing film of 1992, earning over $504 million worldwide. It was the first animated film to reach half a billion dollars, and was the highest grossing animated film until The Lion King came out. Aladdin got two Academy Awards, um, and it had the first and only song from a Disney feature to win the Grammy for Song of the Year for the song A Whole New World. 
There were two direct-to-video sequels. One was The Return of Jafar, and the other was Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Um, I have only seen The Return of Jafar. I have not seen uh, King of Thieves. Um, Return of Jafar was fine. It was okay. It was definitely direct-to-video. There was also a television series of the same name. Um, and there's also been a Broadway adaptation, uh, which I'll do a podcast on at another time. And as I mentioned before, a live action film by Guy Ritchie that came out on May 24th of 2019, this year, which I also will do a podcast on in the future. Let's talk a little bit about the cast. So Scott Winger as Aladdin, and Brad Kane provides the singing voice. And I think they did a really good job of matching those two up because uh, Scott and Brad's voices are very similar. Robin Williams as the genie, Lyndon Larkin as Jasmine, with Leah Solonga as the singing voice of Jasmine, Jonathan Freeman as Jafar, uh, and Freeman was the first actor cast and spent one year and nine months recording his dialogue. I think that's an amazing fact. I um, mean, he later readjusted his voice after Wenger and Larkin were cast as he felt Jafar had to be seen as a real threat to Aladdin and Jasmine instead of just um, kind of an annoyance. Frank Welker was Abu. Gilbert Gottfried did the voice of Iago, and I think he did a brilliant job as Iago. It's, it's who you think of uh, now when you think of Iago. Douglas Seal was the Sultan. Jim Cummings as Razul, the Captain of the Guards. And if you listen carefully at the beginning of this film when they're chasing Aladdin through the streets, you can hear a little bit of Tigger coming through. Charlie Adler was Gazim, the first thief to enter the Cave of Wonders, um, and Corey Burton as Prince Ahmed, the arrogant prince that Jasmine rejects, which is very funny. He's actually the one that calls Aladdin a street rat after Aladdin says that he's never seen a horse with two rear ends. So good. Let's talk a little bit about Robin Williams. First of all, he was brilliant in this movie. Um, it's iconic. Uh, his voice and work... Um, are the genie, honestly. Uh, and I think um, it's so hard for anybody else coming behind to uh, be the genie also, because he did such a great job um, with the dialogue that was written and the dialogue that he made up, that he improvised. It just would not be the same without him. He is spectacular in this. Let's talk about the music, because that's part of what we love of this film. Aladdin was the third and last film that Ashman and Mencken would work on together. Their first two were The Little Mermaid and then Beauty and the Beast, which happens to be one of my favorite movies. Although 14 songs were written, only six made the final film, three by Ashman and three by Rice. It won the Academy Awards for Best Original Song and Best Original Score. And it also, as we said before, won the Grammy for Song of the Year, for a whole new world. In the Golden Globes, it won Best Song and Best Score. There was a special award for Williams' work on the movie, and it was nominated for Best Film, Musical, or Comedy. An interesting fact about one of the songs, Arabian Nights originally had the lyrics where they cut off your ears if they don't like your face. That's what the original lyrics were at the beginning of that. And the American Arab Anti-Discrimination League complained about it. So... 
they changed the lyrics to where it's flat and immense and the heat is intense. And that is what was the original video release. The original CD release, however, has the original lyrics, but all subsequent versions um, have used the updated lyrics, including the Broadway production. So, let's talk. Um, this movie is so great. Um, I love it. I love the animation in it. I think it's beautiful. Um, the Hirschfeld influence is really noticeable. If you know that that's what they were going for, it, it's really obvious in a lot of what they did with the swirls and the, um, the lining of it. So, so beautiful. Um, so that's great. Um, and I think that they did a really good job in matching songs to visuals in this movie. Um, and I, I really appreciate that about this movie. So, while we're at it, let's talk through the movie. So the movie begins, uh, we see a street vendor going through the desert, and we hear the song Arabian Nights um, being sung in the background. And then the street vendor ends up in Agrabah, and he opens up his little stand to sell you things, which is really funny. Some really good jokes in that Robin Williams' voicing of that was great. I'm sure that a lot of it was improvised because it was just absolutely Robin Williams' humor. Really funny stuff. But then we start the story. The story is begins. So he kind of sets the story up for us. Uh, so let's listen to a little bit of Arabian Nights. I come from a land, from a faraway place Where the caravan camels roam Where they cut off your ear if they don't like your face It's barbaric, but hey, it's home When the wind's from the east and the sun's from the west And the sand in the glass is right Come on down, stop on by, hop a carpet and fly to another Arabian night. Arabian night, like Arabian days. More often than not, are hotter than hot in a lot of good ways. Arabian night, in Arabian a fool off his guard could fall and fall hard out there on the dunes. In the next scene, at the beginning of the story that the uh, street vendor is telling us, Jafar, the royal vizier, is making a thief go into the Cave of Wonders to fetch a magic lamp. Now, the thief has given him the other part of the scarab, which helps them find the Cave of Wonders. So the Cave of Wonders opens up and says that only the diamond in the rough may enter. Uh, only the person that is worthy may enter. Obviously, the thief is not worthy, um, and he gets eaten by the Cave of Wonders. We don't really know what happened to him. He just gets eaten because the Cave of Wonders looks like a lion, and it's got a big mouth. It closes on him, so he eats uh, the thief. And Jafar and Iago, his pet parrot, are left with nothing, uh, but they do know they need to find the diamond in the rough. Next, we find Aladdin in the streets of Agrabah trying to survive. Um, we see he is a thief and he's chased by guards. Um, and we get a great song and learn a lot about him in the song. And in the 
Uh, he's stolen a loaf of bread, um, and in the end, uh, after he's gotten away from the guards, he ends up giving the bread to two children that are scavenging for food in the garbage in an alley. Um, and at first, Abu doesn't want to give him the bread, um, but then ends up giving the children his half of the bread also. This is a great song that Aladdin sings. It's one jump ahead. Um, really, really, really like it. Uh, great storytelling in this song. So let's listen to a little bit of One Jump Ahead. Gotta keep one jump ahead of the bread line, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. One jump ahead of the lawmen. That's all, and that's no joke. These guys don't appreciate I'm broke. Riffraff, straight rat, scoundrel, take that! Just a little snack, guys. Rip it open, take it back, guys. I can take a hint, gotta face the facts. You're my only friend, Abu. Oh, oh, it's sad. I'm at it, hit the bottom. He's become a one-man rising crime. I blame parents, except he hasn't gone home. Gotta eat to live, gotta still to eat. Tell you all about it when I got the time. One jump ahead of the slow pokes, one skip ahead of my doom. Next time, gonna use a nom de plume. One jump ahead of the hitman, one hit ahead of the flock. Later, Jafar is able to identify Aladdin as the diamond in the rough. Now, Princess Jasmine is upset that the law requires her to marry a prince instead of one someone she loves. And she escapes the palace and meets Aladdin and his pet monkey, Abu. Uh, the palace guards chase them, and then they are eventually captured by Jafar's order. And Jasmine confronts Jafar to demand Aladdin's release. But he lies and says that Aladdin was executed. Disguised as an old man, Jafar frees Aladdin and Abu and brings them to the cave, ordering them to retrieve the lamp ordering them to retrieve the lamp. Sorry about that. Inside, Aladdin finds a magic carpet and obtains the lamp. But, defying Aladdin's instruction to not touch anything but the lamp, Abu grabs the jewel, and Aladdin and Abu and the carpet rush to escape the cave as it collapses. Aladdin gives the lamp to Jafar, and throws, and who throws Aladdin and Abu back into the cave though not before Abu steals the lamp back. Trapped, Aladdin rubs the lamp uh, because he sees that there's something written on it, and out pops the genie who lives inside. Oi! Ten thousand years in a lamp will give you such a crick in the neck! I know that's a horrible impression, but it's, it's a really funny line from the movie. So, the genie grants Aladdin three wishes. And Aladdin tricks the genie into freeing them all from the cave without using a wish. But before he does that, uh, we get the song Friend Like Me, the iconic Robin Williams song in this movie. Um, so much fun, and the visuals are so good in this number. Uh, let's listen to a little bit of this brilliant performance by Robin Williams of Friend Like Me. Well, Alibaba had them 40 thieves. Sherry's had a thousand tales. But master, you in luck, cause up your sleeves, you got a brand of magic never fails. You got some power in your corner now. Some heavy ammunition in your camp. 
I love um, all the visuals that he creates in his uh, singing. I love all the impressions that he does in this. Um, I love everything about this thing. I think it's such a fun song uh, and has become an iconic piece of music for Walt Disney. Uh, So great. Back to the story. Then Aladdin tells Genie that he's in love with the princess Jasmine. But the genius said he can't make anybody fall in love with him. So um, trying to figure out how to meet Jasmine and woo her, he then wishes to take the identity of a prince. And he promises to use his third wish to free the genie from servitude. So he's going to wish genie his freedom. And genie loves that idea. At Iago's suggestion, Jafar plots to become sultan by marrying Jasmine. We then get a big, big song uh, and parade of Aladdin uh, going through the streets of Agrabah to meet the Princess Jasmine. And it's again Robin Williams singing Prince Ali, another great song. Um, another great visuals. I love seeing all the animals that they've used. Uh, you know, the golden monkeys, the camels, the elephants, uh, going through the streets. I love all the personalities that Robin Williams takes on. I especially love when he does parade commentary, um, about this. I think it's so good and so funny. Again, um, Robin Williams really makes this piece, really brings it alive and gives it the personality that we all love about this movie. So let's listen to a little bit of Prince Ali. Bizarre. Hey you, let us through, it's a bright new star Oh come, be the first on your block to meet his eye Make way, here he comes, ring bells, bang the drums Are you gonna love this guy? Prince Ali, fabulous he, Ali Ababwa Genuflect, show some respect, down on one knee Now try your best to stay calm Brush up your Sunday salon then come and meet his spectacular coterie. Prince Ali, mighty is he, Ali Ababwa. Strong as ten regular men, definitely. He faced the galloping hordes. A hundred bad guys with swords. Who sent those goons to their lords? Why, Prince Ali, he's got 75 golden cats. Don't they look lovely, June? Fabulous, Harry. I love the feathers. When it comes to exotic type mammals. So, after Prince Ali Ababwa arrives in Agrabah with a large host, uh, Jasmine becomes angry when he discusses her face 
fate with her father the Sultan and Jafar without her. As a means of apologizing, Aladdin meets Jasmine later that evening and takes her on a magic carpet ride, where before they get on the carpet, she figures out his true identity. And that's where we get the song A Whole New World, another beautiful song um, sung so well by these two people. Um, it's, and it's beautiful flying around the world on this carpet. It's, it's truly the Disney uh, fantasy, right? Truly that, that image of getting away from the real world and living in a fantasy world. And it's really great. I can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes Take you wonder by wonder Over, sideways, and under On a magic carpet ride A whole new world A new fantastic point of view No one to tell us no Where to go Or say we're only dreaming A whole new world A dazzling place I never knew But when I'm way up here It's crystal clear That now I'm in a whole new world with you Now I'm in a whole new world with you He then convinces her, Jasmine, meaning Aladdin convinces Jasmine, that he only dresses as a peasant to escape the stresses of royal life. Um, After Aladdin brings Jasmine home, the palace guards capture Aladdin on Jafar's behest, behest, I hate that word, on Jafar's behalf, uh, and throw him into the sea. The genie then appears and, and, and figures out that Aladdin is unconscious um, and would want to use his second wish to be rescued, and he saves him. So now two wishes down, right? Aladdin returns to the palace and exposes Jafar's evil plot. Um, Jafar flees after spotting the lamp and thus discovering Aladdin's true identity. Fearing that he'll lose Jasmine if the truth is revealed, Aladdin breaks his promise and refuses to free the genie. Iago then steals the lamp, and Jafar becomes the genie's new master. He uses his first two wishes to become Sultan and the world's most powerful sorcerer. He then exposes Aladdin's identity and exiles him and Abu and the carpet to a frozen wasteland. And that's where we get the... Uh, reprise of Prince Ali, or Prince Abubu, um, as Jafar calls him. Prince Ali, yes it is he, but not as you know him. Read my lips and come to grips with reality. Yes, meet a blast from your past, whose lies were too good to last. Say hello to your precious Prince Ali! So Ali turns out to be merely an atom. Just how need I go on and take it from me? His personality flaws give me adequate cause to send him packing on a one-way trip so his prospects take a terminal dip. His assets frozen, the venue chosen is the ends of the earth. Hey, 
They escape and they return to the palace. Jasmine tries to help Aladdin steal the lamp back, but Jafar notices and overpowers the heroes with his magic. Aladdin taunts Jafar for being less powerful than the genie, tricking Jafar into using his last wish to become an all-powerful genie himself. But, as we all know, he's now bound to his new lamp, and Jafar ends up trapped inside, taking Iago with him, which is such a funny moment, because Iago obviously is not a genie, and he totally sucks him into that lamp. Really funny stuff. With Agrabah returned to normal, um, the genie banishes Jafar's lamp and advises Aladdin to use his third wish to regain his royal title so the law will allow him to stay with Jasmine. But Aladdin decides instead to keep his promise and free the genie. Realizing Aladdin and Jasmine's love, the sultan suddenly changes the law to allow Jasmine to marry whomever she chooses. The genie leaves to explore the world, which is such a great scene because he's got this tourist clothes, these tourist clothes on, so good, and a suitcase, and he's heading off, um, while Aladdin and Jasmine start their new life together. Such a great movie, such a fun movie. I really, really like it. Uh, And the end credits has a version of A Whole New World, and it's actually the version that won the Grammy Award, Um, and it is really, really great. Um, I, you know, I don't like end songs, but I like this one because it's actually a song from the movie. Uh, I think it's just great. Um, it's sung by Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell, and it's really, really good. And it was played on the radio a lot. Just a great song. So let's listen to some of A Whole New World sung by Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell. Show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid Tell me, princess Now when did you last Let your heart decide I can open your eyes Take you wonder by wonder Over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride A whole new world A new fantastic point of view No one to tell us no Or where to go Or say we're only dreaming Well, 
That includes this episode of the Magic Music Review about Aladdin. I hope you had a good time uh, listening to it. I want to thank Chad and Elliot and Eleanor again uh, for suggesting to do a podcast on this movie. I had forgotten how good uh, this movie was and how much I loved it and how good the music was. Um, I'd never forgotten how good the Robin Williams character was, but just the whole movie itself is just a lot of fun. And, as Chad did, reached out to me, I would love to hear from you. Um, I've always said I want this to be a conversation. I want to hear what you think. I want to know your ideas. I don't want this to be a lecture. Let me know what you liked, what you didn't like, uh, what you liked about the music of what we're talking about, or what you didn't like about the music that we were talking about, and what you would like to hear on future podcasts, like Chad did. You can reach me on Facebook, at Magic Music Review, Or on Twitter, I'm the Disney Music Dude. Uh, You can also go to my website, magicmusicreview.com, and leave a comment about the episode. Also, if you could go to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to podcasts and give the Magic Music Review podcast a five-star rating and write it just a really quick review, I would really appreciate it. It really helps the podcast and helps get the word out. So again, thanks for listening to this podcast, the Magic Music Review about Aladdin, and... I'll talk to you soon. It's a destiny. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? Real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you.